3: At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Through 25 seasons. Hey! 4,561 episodes. I believe the Oprah Winfrey Show is one of the greatest classrooms in the world.
0: I really never thought of it that way.
3: The aha moments, the breakthroughs,
0: the LOLs.
3: The connections, the occasional ugly cry.
0: I'm missing so terribly. I miss him every single minute.
3: The moments that mattered. Daddy! The eye-opening life lessons. Never allow them to take you somewhere else. I'm bringing them back. Woo! It's time to open the vault. I've personally chosen these classic episodes to share with you again. Every single person you ever will meet shares that common desire. They want to know. Do you see me? Do you hear me? Does what I say mean anything to you? You are listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. Today, for the first time in 30 years, Diana Ross is going back to her start. (laughs) Miss Ross is hitting the stage this summer and will, for the first time in three decades, perform the Supreme songs that made her originally so famous. We're all wearing pink satin fuchsia, fuchsia pink satin gloves because Ms. Ross ordered them for us all. I don't know, who, who has 350 pairs of pink satin gloves?
2: I called Bob Mackey and I said, you know, I want 350 pink p- pairs of pink gloves and he went like, he hit the ceiling, it was like a butterfly. You're nuts! And this was like just two days ago and he got them here.
1: And we thank you.
3: Because the Supremes made these, the Supremes made these famous.
2: First of all, let's talk. Why, why this tour now? Well, you know, it's really inter- things take a life of their own. Yeah. I was planning my own tour to promote my album, and this wonderful promoter said to me, uh, "Wouldn't it be nice if you do a nice segment of all the Supremes songs?" I said, "Yeah, that sounds good." And they said, "Wouldn't it be nice if we brought the Supremes up with you?" And I said, "That sounds good too." And then it's like the media has such power, it just, like, took off. That's right. And I, I mean, it was just everywhere, and all of a sudden, everywhere I would go, they said, is it true it's going to be a Supreme Reunion tour? I'm gr- <laughs> driving down Greenwich Avenue, and a woman in a car with her babies and back seats full of groceries, she rolls her window down, and she says, is it really happening? <laughs> like, what? what, what, you know? <laughs> and I really got that it was like an idea whose time has come. It's yes. just like it was yeah. everybody... Yeah.
3: But there there has been a lot of controversy surrounding the upcoming tour, as you know.
2: Obstacles Be- are always there. Okay, because yes.
3: the original Supremes, Mary Wilson, Cindy Birdsong.
2: Uh, Cindy's not an original.
3: Okay, she was a Florence second Ballard original. Florence Ballard was, an original. Ballard was yeah. original. We're are not a part of it. We want to hear from you why that isn't.
2: I really don't know why exactly. They aren't I did not make the negotiations with. I, here's what I did I picked up the phone and I called Mary and I called Cindy. And I said, have you been hearing the rumors? And then she said, yes, well, a lot of other stuff happened in this conversation. And I said, well, one, I want to know, are you really want to do it? And would you make the commitment for these summer dates? And that was the last I saw it. It was a lot of other stuff that happened in the conversation. I don't want to get, you know, it's like the, the first line was, what took you so long to call? Uh-huh. <laughs> OK, all right. So then I went from there and I said, what I will do is I'll try to find out if I can make it happen. And I went about making a commitment to trying to make it happen, and you know the rest is up to the promoters. They negotiated and negotiated and negotiated, and it just didn't work out. So that
3: you way. are not the person doing the negotiating. No, not Let's me. I make uh, that clear. Not,
2: not me at all. You know, yeah. I was offered, and I made an, the, the offer was made to them directly, and also to these. Um, by the way, the girls that are, are going on the tour with me are Supremes. They call themselves Former Ladies of the Supremes, but they started with the Supremes since 1971. I left in 1970. Uh, Linda's been with the group since 1971. And Sherry, how long, Sherry? 73. 73. Yes. And you'll hear me. <laughs> <they. laughs> so they have a history. And everybody... To me, it wasn't even But they about... weren't with the
3: Supremes when you were with the Supremes. No. Right.
2: But the thing is, it, to me, the Supremes was more about An image and a role model. Not... It was bigger than me, even. Yeah. It was the three images of some possibility. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can I have my note? I have a note here, and I'm wondering if you allow me to uh, read it. What is it? It's a letter you sent... Oh, that's my handwriting. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God, I'm going to (laughs) cry. Oh, my God. You have no idea what this meant to me. I mean it. Uh, Oprah wrote me a letter at the beginning of the year, January 10th. Two thousand. Yeah, and what um, to me we were about was possibility, and I don't need to read the whole letter, but the part of here that is important to me, if I could read it, and it's in handwriting, so there's a lot of soul here. This handwriting, this is not a title. I wrote letter. it like three times. Oh, I made you a, did? I made a goofy. Let me start over. <laughs> That's she my said, very best penmanship. This is really good. <laughs> well, she said, I was flipping through my TV over the holiday, trying to fix this gadget, or whatever, and, and this. The, the DSS po- thing. Yeah. And she said, and she saw the Ed Sullivan shows. And the part I love so much, it says, I get nervous when I try to read it. OK. The Possibility for the Future Beyond Poverty. This was your possibility. You want to read it? Yeah, let me read it. Because you, you're so be- good. <laughs> <laughs> OK, I'll read it. Oh, gosh. Dear Diana,
3: I was flipping through the TV over the holiday trying to figure out how to work my satellite gadget and came across an Ed Sullivan special featuring all the major Supreme's performances. I was mesmerized, taken back to a younger self, seeing you for the first time, and everything that moment held for me, the possibilities for a future beyond poverty to something beautiful. You represented that beauty and, more important, hope for me. Hope that my life could be better, that I could do better. You were my angel. Please know that I still think of you often and hold you in the light. Oh. Thank you. It's true. Now we all Never got mascara. It. But that is true. That is what the Supremes were. Yeah. For me and for all of for you too? Yeah. Yes, because at the time, those of you who are white people may not realize, <laughs> but at the time there were there were not other images of black folks on television that were beautiful and powerful and strong and meaningful. And so to, for, for me, to be a little Negro girl and having only had buckwheat and all of those people as images, right, right, to all of absolutely. a sudden see Diana Ross and the Supremes on the Ed Sullivan said, that can be, that can be possible yeah, for me. Absolutely. Thank you. I was so nervous writing you that note. I was so nervous writing you that note. Like, I I would cherish this. Thank you. I was so nervous writing you a note, but I think that you need to say to people what they've meant to you in a lifetime. I think you need to say the words. So if there's somebody who has been that for you or done that for you, you need to find a way
2: to say it's that. Something too um, on this tour, I knew the tour needed to be bigger than small things. Yeah. Uh, it it needed. It was more about the music because it's a celebration of the music, and the the writers of the music, and just the lyrics of the music, which we don't even have today. We listen to the it's words. It's when of music the was music, <laughs> when we could sing to it. No, I. I I had a chance to maybe not do the tour, but I wanted to do it for the fans. I just felt... (laughs) Nothing stopped me from doing it because I wanted to do the music. I made a commitment. I said we're doing the music. We also have a, a big mission in this tour. We are involving ourselves with a lot of charities. One uh pediatrics age, you know how I'm involved with children and uh, ABC which is a Better Chance which you you know we, we I do that. love that's my favorite look charity. At my, look my my assistant Judith That's my favorite charity. She's a product of a Better Chance. Yeah. yeah. Judith it is, is the charity to uh, support. Yeah. Yes. yes. Uh, a a better charity. Chance. So we're doing, so it's bigger. There's something bigger here than uh, the things that we can all look at. We always try to find the little things, but there's something bigger here. And to me, it, truly, it, it is an idea as time has come. We represent something that's not that we need for our young people. Absolutely. We still need it today. You
3: know? Well, I'm thinking that this has got, has got to be the one of the greatest tours ever, because the entire audience will know all the songs. <laughs> yes. And we all have been supreme wannabes. How many people in here have <laughs> pretended at one time or another? Even So, me. so these gloves are going to be fabulous. <laughs> the last time Kevin O'Quan was here, he said, the makeup artist, he said that he could make me look like Diana Ross. <laughs> it actually did not
2: work. You know, we've changed our hairstyles so much yes. over the years. You yes. know, once I had my eye covered like this, <laughs> it was really on one of the Sullivan shows, it was amazing. No,
3: uh, what was that little love child phase where you had, like, the little afro? Was it a wig yeah.
2: or a little afro? Well, yeah, it was, a, it was a wig. Yeah. A little... I have secrets.
0: <laughs>
2: I've been wearing wigs for... I should go in the wig business, okay? You And could. it's really, you know, I, my you... wigs look very natural. Huh, yes, my, and I, my, I've worn dreadlock wigs. And, uh, <laughs> I've done the whole thing. Have we ever seen you with like your real hair? Yes, on the cover of Diana, you know where the jeans and the T-shirt? Oh, yeah. I do have hair, okay? Yeah. Let's talk about <laughs> but it's that. It's too hard to travel with your own hair. It's, you know, you, you can't go on tour you, and go out there and think you're going to blow dry your hair. Forget yeah. it. I say that all the time.
0: It <laughs> is too hard, girl. Yeah, and you got to use <laughs> Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort.
1: At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need.
2: Is there anything you can't do?
1: Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the you! Yeah. nope but our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything at least that's good
3: the ups store be unstoppable most locations are independently owned product services pricing and hours of operation may vary see center for details come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time you probably heard that diana ross was arrested last fall after- Oh,
2: i was not arrested you were not no that's what it said there i'm sorry no you heard you probably no, I had to go and complain about this woman, how she touched me. That was a little scuffle. I was being detained.
3: Yes, being detained. There
2: is a difference. Yes, there is
3: a difference. There is a
2: difference, but the news and the media again went out as if, and it was really painful for me. It was the biggest fear of my life. I've never had that much fear. Why were you so frightened? Because... I've never uh, been treated that way, and I didn't think I deserved to be treated that way.
3: (laughs) What exactly happened?
2: I was coming through the, uh, the gate where the metal detector, I had a bodysuit on, and there was no way I, I had a big belt on that had a buckle on it. But before they say, go back and take off your belt, none of that, this woman just started to, She flipped my arms up and just started to go around my breast and down my legs. And then I said, why do you have to do that? I actually was in shock. And she said, because this is my job, and she went to do it again. So I said, I'm going to go and complain. And I went over, and they brushed me off like, you know, and I actually, I just got... See, I've always taught my kids, if someone touches you inappropriately, you should tell somebody, Mm -hmm. say something. Mm -hmm. And so I thought I needed to tell somebody. And nobody listened. And maybe I shouldn't have reacted the way I I had done a video all night. And I was really tired. And I was unhappy. And I just got a little loud at the airport, guys. (laughs) I said, this can't be. We should not allow this to happen. Someone should make a noise about it. Because every place else I've traveled, all over the world, you know, I've been traveling for 40 years. No one's ever. (laughs) I don't want to say. I (laughs) stuttered. And usually they take a wand and put it across your body if they think you might have metal on you. But none of that. And in Europe, they touch you. And I said, what about women who have big breasts? Do they. You know, and what do they do to men? How do they do that? (laughs) But then the scariest part is when I did get to the station, which was a police station at the airport, it was really frightening because they fingerprinted me. They. you know, took a picture of you, Ooh. like like Lady Sings the Blues. You know what I mean? It's like, and I just I kept saying, what What are you doing here? What's happening? So that was the biggest fear. That five hours in the police station. So it's over. Okay. And I'm moving on. You know, this, Yeah. Done. Lessons, things you're doing in your Done. life. Lessons. Much better things going yes. on. Yeah.
3: When you left here the last time, the day after it was announced that you were like getting divorced. Yeah. I'm well, going oh, in...
2: it's like I'm not really in charge of the things that go on in your life. Things that magic happens—you meet someone, it's magical, and then you know something. Fourteen years later, it's not so magical. Yeah, yeah. And but you know, it's just like I have to look at it like that—that that I can't really, I can't design everybody's life. I mean, I really have to stay positive. I want to talk <laughs> about the fact that
3: what what does that all teach you in the end? You say, okay, that happened, and now here I am going on tour, fifty. Okay. Something years old.
2: I think it keeps reminding you of your... Um, the blessings in your life. Uh, I guess I started reminding myself to say my prayers, mm-hmm. you know, and just to be grateful for Stay the centered. goodness in my life. Mm-hmm. It's all happening perfectly. There's a reason for everything, and I don't need to worry always. That's what real faith is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, To know. And each morning saying that, what am Am I, am I holding faith or fear today, you know? And, and with all of this, I mean, I... I mean, I have a lot of uh, tools that I use in my life. I listen to my tapes, whether it's Thomas Moore, you know. Cares I love of soul. the Soul*. Yes. That book just spoke to me because that's really. some of the magic in there when I'm going through the divorce. That it was real important for me to hear. Susan Jeffries. There's you know, a wonderful there's...
3: question that um, that Gene Siskel, the late Gene Siskel, used to ask at the end of interv- every interview. What do you know for sure? So at 50, I heard you just celebrated your 56th birthday. I'm 38 again. Yes. Okay. <laughs> In the paper so I can say it, but you just celebrated your 56th birthday, what, March 26th? Yeah. Yeah. So what do you know for sure now that you did... Nothing. Nothing?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Nothing? No, no. Really? I really, I think, you know, it's every... If you could realize we're still students all the time, we're learning every day all the time, and, you know, it's just something else is... I, I don't really feel like I've got it all handled. Uh, the thing that is, if I keep my goals and my values in the right place, which have to do with my children. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, you know, I, I don't have the answers. And I do try to live right. And I do care, you know, I care about things. And sometimes, you know, um, that's not always the things that people see. You
3: know? Now, the, what we have seen over the years, the glamour, the sense of elegance, style, presence, that is you, right? I mean, that's not an act.
2: No. We're going to do my life story on on film. And they were saying it's going to be hard to find an actress to play the part. But I think something comes from your inner spirit, you know? Um, And so I just think um, I really had such blessings. And, honestly, I'm working on myself constantly. Do you believe in luck? I you... believe in God.
3: You believe in God? Oh, that's <laughs> yeah.
2: it. You don't need to don't believe love in love, him, you no. believe in God. Well, and the theme of our show is return to love because I don't know if it, I know you guys know it. All the songs are Baby Love, Where Did Love Go, Stop in the Name of Love, You Can't Hurry Love, Love is like an itching in my heart. And the theme of our, our music is about love. Yeah. Yes.
3: Return to love. That's return Marianne to Williamson's love. Yeah.
2: book. What happens when that happens on stage when you're singing and your
3: music gets to you? Well, then that's... You know you're singing, girl. <laughs> 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 when your music gets to you when you say, I just need to hush.
2: <laughs> but really. you know, every one of my songs, I mean, I um, I you know, if I could just be if you can be in the words of these songs, this extraordinary lyrics on yes, the, some of these yes. songs. And uh and then when it's honest for you, that's when the audience feels the honesty. If you try to make it dishonest or if you're just singing words, they don't feel it. It's like the guitar strings, you know, you right, feel right. it. So, um, and those words are very honest for me. That song, It's My Turn, was a very important part of my life. I'm coming out upside down very, it's where I was at that time. The album that I have out right now is where I'm at. Usually I choose my songs from what's going on in my life at that time. And then I know that I can interpret them honestly. You know, I can be with them right, honestly. Right. I can't just do a song and just, I can't do a movie either like that. i got to believe what the part is that I'm playing. You know, I got to be there for Brandy's mom. Tell the <laughs> truth. Diana Ross
3: wanted everyone to take home a little souvenir of today's show. Everybody's getting her CD called Diana Ross <laughs> of the, please,
2: the Ultimate Collection. Thank you.
3: I'm Oprah Winfrey and you've been listening to the Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. Rate and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Oprah show. The podcast. And I thank you for listening. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s. 1975, to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies.